Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're at uh, 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, here at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in at 356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Or even text us your questions or comments at 351-5357. Our experts are standing by, including... Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Steve Brown. Hi, Tamara. Wow. Hey. The famous Gosh. Steve Brown. That's right. Infamous. That's more likely. I love, I know I've said this before, but I love just coming around here at Prairie Gardens when it's a rainy day outside. And you can hear the pitter-patter of the rain on the roof out in the greenhouse. Keep your fingers crossed. And oh, then, boy, yeah, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, was I hope it's more than a pitter patter. I agree. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes, it would be. But, um, but uh, oh, Marianne's having problems with her headphones. Let me try to fix this. With my quick. head. Is it better? <laughs> with your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just walking around the store, though, it's neat to see how, uh, how the summer season is starting to slowly exit and uh, the fall season. Things are, are starting to come out on the shelves. The transition. Yes, yeah. including the greenhouses. And certainly no lack of color during oh, that transition. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Lots of beauty. Good I love fall colors. I do, too. I, I just some, some of my favorite color. It's just warm and glowy, you know? That's an excellent word for it. Very warm. Yep. I understand that. That's good. All the yeah reds and oranges and yellows and browns yeah. and rusts. And, and I think uh, that the whole texture thing is just as big in the fall as it is in the summer in terms of what you could be exposed to, what you can use in your combos and in your landscape. So oh, yeah. speaking of texture, hydrangeas are so showing off. Yeah. I, that's some of the best texture you can you can think of. It really and is. And color, too. But wow. Paniculata. Oh, girlfriend. Oh, wow. Have Listen I learned correctly? Nice. Listen to nice. you. <laughs> okay. Nice. I'm going to assume that I got that right then for that reaction. <laughs> Yeah, spill it. Oh. <laughs> because they look like a cone. They're in the shape of a cone. A panicle. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Fancy words. But, uh, yeah, they're gorgeous and in bloom. And then uh, you also have, oh, the knockout roses. Knockout roses. Wow, are they at knockout right now? Are they? Ooh. Talk about something Everything that glow in this type of white so level. Oh, happy. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes. happy they are. And, and the ornamental grasses, I, I cannot, those you know, we have to mention those. Texture, color, structure, height. All those yes. things that you need to, to vary your garden with, that's, y- that's you're what right. ornamental grasses do. And I want to get some ornamental grasses because they're so great for a wintry landscape. Oh, decidedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. And, and important for the wildlife. They, they like to t- use it for refuge. Oh. So, so a question for you. I've mentioned this uh, PW Vertigo. It's a purple fountain yeah. type grass. Oh, yeah, I love that one. I, I don't know that I would consider planting the regular straight Red fountain grass or purple fountain grass species? Anymore? Again, after growing? Oh, gosh. No, the vertigo That's is so everybody, everybody wants the vertigo. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, just, it's just great. I mean, it starts with the difference, uh, you know, whether it's the color, which is a much deeper, richer color, a much deeper burgundy. Uh, the, the red fountain grass would be your purple fountain grass, whichever you want to call it. But then just the aggressive nature of it in terms of how large, how quickly it grows and fills in its space. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a little more sturdy structure as opposed to It the, is. To Does it fall apart grass. so much? Yeah. yeah. And, and I have found that it tends to 
uh, I don't know, not splay out, but it tends to get, to me it was almost filling up its width before all of a sudden it decided to necessarily go as much in height. So right now it's, you know, let's say if it's, uh, if it's four feet across, it's five feet tall. Oh, cool. Something like that. And that's in a container. Oh, wow. Uh, so I don't know what it would have been like had it been in a larger soil mass than what that was. Oh, yeah. it's a pretty big container. But it's just phenomenal. I mean, I would, again, you know, we talked a little bit about it last week. Yeah. Take some notes. Take some pictures. If there's some favorites anywhere in your garden. Anything oh, absolutely. And don'ts, yeah. Uh, I'd Absolutely. be all over that. Yeah. And something I was really excited about this last week, too, was just finally telling myself, and I've been telling myself for weeks, but then finally doing it, getting out there, and I just pr- took my pruning shears and cut a number of the containers back of combos. Oh, boy, that's you know, hard it, to do. It, it, you know, if things is. were a little bit rangy or overgrown or they're a little, bit, little, little worn out looking, mm-hmm. but just going in the hair and being pretty aggressive with the pruning shears yeah. and, and cutting them back. And, and after I'd hydrated them well, and I've been watering them pretty well, but I hadn't been feeding them. I mentioned that. And I use the, the Grow Big Water Soluble Fertilizer yeah, yeah. Uh, that we sell, which I've been thrilled with from a houseplant fertilizer standpoint awesome. and also for outside for peppers and some things like that. But I finally use that on there. And just it's amazing in five or six days the difference, mm-hmm. the containers. I mean, they look almost totally refreshed. Uh, the, the colors are deeper and richer. Mm-hmm. You can tell the fertilizer's kicking in. The stems, uh, a lot of the ranginess was cut out. Firm and so yeah. great. Yeah, some of the new growth's coming back on, but it's only been five days, so it's a minimum amount of new growth. But, you know, it's like, okay, I'm good for another month now. <laughs> well, yeah. That's cool. And that'll yeah. be toward the end of the summer flowering anyway, so now, that'll be perfect. Now I have to say, oh, gosh, <laughs> what would John do? What would Marianne do as far as flipping these out? <laughs> Where's that five-gallon bucket? Where's that? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Pressure. Pressure. You know, I did have a problem watering one of my containers. You got a with, hole in your bucket? With the bucket. No. <laughs> Dear Liza? No. Well, <laughs> I was, you know, I had this cool big leaf bronze bronze leaf begonia oh nice uh, in a container and i was pouring the water in and basically it was uh five separate plants that i had because it was a solid Mm -hmm. a solid just one of its solid mass well i was pouring it in the middle and then all of a sudden up there's a big hole in the middle oh So I had to do a little restructuring with some <laughs> oh. with some soil because I was pouring it to. Oh, you were. I was pouring the aggressive bucket. dump. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. Late. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I understand that. Yeah. You're, you're watering a container. And yeah. Yeah. So best a bit of a piss. Best, best use a, a more of a gentle shower. So obviously <laughs> the uh, yeah, and I don't think they make a sprinkling uh, can attachment for five gallon <laughs> no, bucket. No, they that don't. would be interesting. They don't. Let's see. That would be frustrating. I mean, I'm trying to visualize this. <laughs> it's like I don't that don't think <laughs> I want to <laughs> be patient <laughs> enough for that to sprinkle out of a five That's gallon bucket. Million dollar idea. Ooh. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all five people that carry five yeah. bu- gallon buckets. Yeah, around. exactly. Yeah. And one yeah. of them sitting here. <laughs> and the funny part is a hose would probably reach to where he's talking about. Too, um, but yeah, pretty yeah. much. But, oh, well. He wants to measure it. Exactly. I respect that a great deal. Yeah. We, we all make mistakes. So what other things did you do in your garden this week, This John? week, uh, mostly watering. Yeah. Uh, I'm struggling with one area that I have that I'm trying to figure out how to finish it out. 
Mm-hmm. You know, can you call in the show and ask us what you? Well, well, <laughs> your problem yeah, stand I in the corner and give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> I did talk to you guys about it a couple of weeks ago about how I was going to try to establish a lawn area. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, that. And yeah. I was and very I, dis- I was discouraged. Cra- I was discouraged, and I guess I agree with you. Yeah, I was. So. I, I think what we were suggesting <laughs> a, a field of rhubarb, perhaps. I think mm-hmm. oh, would that be yeah. awesome? So yeah. no, w- w- we went to uh, a place up in uh, northern Illinois that uh, distributes an, uh, cr- actually just a big distributing a trial garden trial, yeah, trial gardens garden. and, yeah it, it's well, just it was, it was all ball. sorts of everybody knows ball, ball a lot seed. of people yeah. know ball yeah. it's, it's ball yeah. seed but it's ball is so much more than just <laughs> like <seeds>. ball horticultural <laughs> ball horticultural yes yeah. anyway we saw some just large expanses of ornamental grasses and they were not all tall ones um, so it, it inspired John to, to maybe go with uh a shorter ornamental grass mm-hmm. as a lawn. Oh. Yeah. Not necessarily a walk-on lawn, but it, I think it'll be really neat. So a monochromatic, one type of, one species planting? Yeah. Uh, in fact, we we have it here. If I see a large special order coming through, I'll know which one you <laughs> chose. <laughs> well, well it's, uh, it's called, it's Pennsylvania. The Carex Pizzamenica, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's fairly short. So wh- why, why are you leaning toward, I mean, you, obviously there's tens and tens, if not a hundred hundred choices for you what characteristics about that uh well try. it's it's lower uh and uh it's not super wide it's probably s- about eight to ten inches wide but uh, uh i think it's gonna add a lot of texture without kind of a little w- mounding right te- it's kind of oh, a nice. fright yeah yeah, thank you for Can you see me? Can you see the visuals here? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for I explaining, did. Lucy. I wish yeah. they could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We should play plant charades sometime. Yeah, Ooh, we should. Yeah. yeah, we should. Anyway. So anyway, that's kind of what's going to happen, I think. But we also have to have a walkway through there because it's a major route where you walk. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. More rock. <laughs> yeah, more rock. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, I'm kind of digging it. More stepping stones. And then you'd have, a, you know, you'd have some winter interest with this, too. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. because right now it's just nothing. You know, it's just blank. That'd be very winter hardy for and you. The rocks yep. would add some hardscaping along with all of the softscaping that yeah. you've done already. Yeah. That'd be neat. Marianne, what'd you do this week? Oh, not much. Yeah. Oh, not much. All right. Took it easy. Had to work a lot. Totally, totally, totally <laughs> read that three bits. You did not. <laughs> I know. I, well, I, I, like everybody else, water, water, water. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned earlier uh, in the summer that we started a lawn area from seed in the maybe the hottest week of the summer yeah okay. <laughs> and maybe the driest summer on record yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty darn close. but it's amazingly doing quite well really and and so i'm i'm trying to fill in places i'm working on it because it's cooling off in the evenings now mm-hmm. at night so the grasses are responding much better than the earlier in the you know a few weeks ago when it was almost as hot at night as it was in the daytime almost mm-hmm. uh, so yeah grass seeding uh, this is a time to start thinking about it anyway because time to do it y- absolutely. absolutely so if I've you can keep up with the watering I've been start uh, yeah that's that's exactly right it's about ah. the water just like just like any time you start but right. I, I I've filled in a few places created a few more little um, a different edging on some of the flower beds and uh, redistributing pots 
yes. in, in the flower beds, you know, putting pots in them to create a texture. You know, okay, you don't look so good there, so you know, I move them over there. So it's fun. But that's the greatest thing about container gardening. Yeah, it is. You can put them where you want. Yeah. Or, or if you have a, a great perennial bed and all of a sudden, oh, I don't have anything Nothing's blooming right blooming, now. Right. Drop those containers in oh, there. Even oh, if yeah. you don't have anything, it, a, a, a mixed combo that it, it's flowering, just put your pot there. An empty pot. That adds color and texture. Absolutely. So it's, yeah. you know, there's a lot of ways to approach the flower bed any time of the season when you don't have color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those Perfect are excellent ideas. It. Perfect way to do it. I love that. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens, 356-9397. I pretty much did what Steve did this week, where I just enjoyed, you know, just watering them correctly or thoroughly uh-huh. and then giving them all just a, a nice feeding. And um, Oh, you did the feeding thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, if you, if you, and I realized, wow, if you do this like on a regular schedule, that makes such a difference. <laughs> well, I got to get this habit down, man. Yeah. And if you're, it, everything goes into balance. And, you know, it's temperature, light level, fertilizing, watering. So if you have too much of one and not another, you just don't get the, the most out of the other elements. Yeah. Or, so oh, okay. it's whatever the limiting factors are. So right now you still have, obviously, great temperatures for most plants for growing outdoors and you have still relatively long days which is great and if you've been watering consistently Mm -hmm. and regularly then fertilizing makes sense for a lot of these uh, annual type things i probably wouldn't feed um, some of my perennial type plants so much i'd start to back off on feeding roses now or soon uh, or I'd back off on feeding some herbaceous perennials or trees and shrubs kind of thing. Or if I did, I'd feed them with a very, very slow-release organic type fertilizer that, or osmocote that's not going to be any kind of jolt. Because you want the, okay. the plants to slow down just a smidge, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. But for annuals, it's full steam on. Let's oh, enjoy those sure. babies as long as you oh, can here. Because yeah. so, you might get, you know, four to six to arguably up to eight weeks still of enjoyment nice you mentioned roses of feeding roses it it might be time to think about uh, that last prune on your roses and a lot of other shrubs too you don't want to do it too much later because of the new growth that it'll stimulate and then who knows when our first frost will be i know it's someone told me the other day and this just like really it's eight weeks to our first average frost really Fine. I'll be mm. depressed all day. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned roses, though. That's another thing that, that uh, I did yesterday was the other day I put down, because we need we have four bushes of knockouts that we wanted to put down somewhere. And uh, I know Steve's been harassing me, got to get those out of the containers. And so we have this <laughs> large tree stump that we need to do something with. So I went ahead and positioned where I think we want them. Mm-hmm. And then I took a garden hose that we weren't using, and I... And I measured and all that and created this big circle. And I think we're just about to start digging. And it's so hard to break fresh ground, though. Well, and what I would do is if you kind of know the area, if the hose is marked it out, I would just start watering that area with nothing there. So if we don't don't get a good rain today, um, I'd set up the sprinkler there and run it two, three times a week, you know, maybe an hour or more, maybe the first watering let it run for a couple, three, four hours, and then uh, you wouldn't have to water it probably quite as heavily. But do that a few times, and that'll make your work a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Great advice. A lot easier. Because it's, it's pretty 
brick hard out there. Pretty dry. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it, it you is. know, stop maybe 24, 36 hours before you, you know you're going to be out there digging. So okay. it settles in a little bit. Okay. So I won't be doing it this weekend. <laughs> Getting them in the ground, I mean. <laughs> no. Don't well, forget to water them. I if, mean, you, you, know, you if could. It's gonna it's certainly. I'm just saying that's one more thing that you, you don't need to do what I'm saying. But if you... Uh, if you want to make it just a little bit easier on your back. I love that suggestion. <laughs> That's great. That's good Good to know. Good to know. Before uh, before I actually undertake this project. It's like, <sighs> okay, here we go. <laughs> is there is there turf there? Sod or, yes. or grass? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit stressed right now. Yeah. So the other thing would be to consider, you know, how are you going to kill that turf? If you're going to dig it up into a bed. So uh, do you want to cook it with black plastic? Do you want to spray it with an herbicide? Do you want to just uh, not follow what I was suggesting about watering? And if it's already dormant and basically maybe on its way out, just till it up and take a chance that you'll, you know, you'll have some roots that will be coming back, rhizomes that will be coming back that will haunt you a little bit. But, you know, you probably could circumvent most of that with a heavy enough mulch. Um, uh, are you going to plant, other than the knockouts, are you going to plant any perennials in between them or anything, or is it pretty much going to be a bark in the knockouts? No, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I've got an area where I want to add some perennials, balloon flowers. And okay, all right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's so just one more layer that you're going to have to try to work through. Yeah. And then, so then you decide if you're going to do that, then you probably should just go ahead and prepare the whole bed. If you were just going to plant the knockouts alone, then I would save myself some work, and I would probably only worry about preparing about a three-foot or four-foot wide hole for each of the knockouts and not worry about the rest of it. Hmm. Okay. So what's the first thing you're going to do? That's what my husband wanted to do, yeah. by the way. And uh, so what? Well, I'm sorry? What's the first thing you're going to do? I think get a big black tarp and put it over it the area. <laughs> okay. Then what's the next thing you're going to do when you start work? digging into the soil prepare the soil with compost compost right. compost <laughs> god that was like pulling teeth uh, well. what you gonna do it's like it's so open-ended I'm, I'm like i'm being quizzed i don't want to fail what are they searching for this, this yeah. is, yeah, is you're kind of getting one shot and i wouldn't completely and uh, did you have the stump ground out or is the stump just going to stay there it's just going to stay there okay well, uh, there's the opportunity money. to put a big container on yeah top oh sure yes. absolutely uh, yeah. and that's one thing i would consider that. doing as an element within that garden and you know maybe even consider that over planting some perennials in there yeah um, and just plant the knockouts and and position a big pot out there too so you can just have loads of color that way yep. if you're because your knockouts are going to ebb and flow a little bit yeah i mean they're going to be flowing more than they're going to be ebbing but um i think that'd be one more interesting element to go that way and uh, i think i'm going to go back and listen to this podcast over and over before <laughs> i make a move <laughs> And those are available at WDWS.com. There's a quick plug for you. So I know we have the fall open house coming up as well as the fall festival. Yeah, it's crazy. It's hard to imagine coming up real fast. So uh, our first ever fall open house, which is hard to fathom, considering the business has been around since 1964. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but our first ever fall open house. So there'll be a bunch of uh, food tasting, sipping and shopping, and open house specials. And we're going to have... Uh, something similar like we do in the spring with your your favorite 
uh, dream garden, when your favorite dream garden, we're going to have a, a fall entry, which will be kind of fun. So you get to choose from about uh, six or seven different uh, neat prizes nice. out there. That was like eye candy to me when I was reading the, the email that you send out, with the flyers. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I could win well, all of these, uh, everything outside or, gosh, I can't even remember what all. It was a special in the framing and yeah, there's a, I think a front porch or, or, or entry makeover. So, I mean, and it's, it's worth like 500 bucks worth of stuff. And you can use any combination of fresh or faux nice. decorations. So it could be design center. It could be fresh pumpkins. It could be mums. It could be Halloween stuff in your case. It could be anything <laughs> that you wanted to go nuts we and just choose all this cool stuff to uh, redo the front of your home. But there's, there's, I think, again, five or six just as interesting just as valuable uh, fun things to win so mm -hmm. that's going to be going on so that'll be on saturday and sunday september 14th and 15th so it'll be a great weekend for that and then the following saturday on september 21st at, at prairie gardens only not at the other stores we're going to have the kids festival the the um, fall festival going on so there'll be pony rides and there's actually a train ride that'll be going through the greenhouse and the oh, shrub lot cute. area and there's a petting zoo, and there'll be all kinds of uh, games and f food trucks and fun stuff on that Saturday only. Yeah. September 21st. My grandkids look forward to it now. Awesome. Because they've been enough time. So they're like, is that going on this year? Probably. Let's wait and see. <laughs> be good. Clean your room. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> there you and go. She's actually got, uh, for the mid part of the day, she's got um, two face painters and two balloon tires oh but too so we can get through the lines a little bit faster okay good that's cool because yeah. yeah face painters and and the balloon people yeah so popular very popular yeah yeah i like the ones that, that you can put on your head of course you do <laughs> the uh, balloon oh, hats yeah. or what does it look like lampshades yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, a plant question go see that guy with the balloons around his head <laughs> that's well, the one they're cute that's yeah. the one. They maybe say, they'll are you serious maybe they'll have purple balloons yeah. you can just he really knows what he's talking about the face painting too that it's some intricate artwork it's really some cool to see is. just Absolutely. how beautiful yeah. it is in the many colors yeah. and how quickly they're able to do it yeah exactly. that's neat I, okay i don't know who brought up googly eyes i think somebody did a moment ago <laughs> maybe it was just <laughs> wasn't me halloween Halloween stuff. You have the googly eyes on springs that you stick in the ground. Sheila was telling me that she put hers in uh, in some ornamental grasses. <laughs> so Ooh, they, so those are, those are solar. Like, it's like on a stake. I love that too. Yeah. They're so. solar, and so they'll you know glow in the dark at night. And, and you have these eyeballs in your yard. Breeze, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, and you have different sizes too, which was nice. Well, of course, you've got you the have little well, little duh. single ones, and go. Oh, yeah, I just I want one of each. Let's go to the phones at three five six nine three nine seven and talk to Alan in Urbana. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. I was wondering, is now the time to uh, plant sugar snap peas for a fall crop, or is it too soon? Hmm. I would do it. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think a lot of fall crops, you, you need to start thinking about them now, absolutely. Alan, do you have the package anywhere near you by chance of, this, of the peas? Uh, I do. Because uh, it'll tell you how many days. And what you'll probably find is it'll be accelerated uh, this time of year compared to in the spring. For sure. 
because the soils are warmer, warmer yeah. and you'll get quicker germination and, oh. and faster development. Um, okay. How many days is it saying? Like 60 some or? I'm looking right now, trying to find it. Yeah, it's, uh, you just work backwards. It's teeny, teeny, tiny print. So you not only need your reading glasses Seriously. on, you need a really good light. Seriously. <laughs> Looks As like I have everything but that package. So oh, no, oh, that's okay. okay. That's yeah, right. but like Mary Ann said, I just work backwards from what it's saying and knowing yeah. that's typically for spring use, unless yeah. they have break it down specifically for fall on that package, which is doubtful. And then just kind of work backwards. But it'll be faster than what that time frame says. But just kind of look forward and saying, hey, if it is 60 days, okay, that means I'd be harvesting in the middle of October, and which yeah. means I probably is going to be a couple of weeks before that, realistically. So you'd be right on. Yeah, you'd be right on it. Sounds Absolutely. Like. Very good. Sounds I'll good. give it a try. Sounds good. Great. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Thanks for calling in, okay, Alan. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. I love peas. Yeah. Sugar snaps. Ooh, nummy. They never you make it out of the garden, though. Oh, probably not. <laughs> well, not. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Now's the time to be thinking about all those kinds of fall crops, though. Yeah. You know? It's like, get her done. Yeah. It, I know it, it seems l really warm to be planting some stuff, but like uh, Steve said, it's just the germination is just going to be a little bit faster because mm -hmm. the soil is so much warmer. Yeah. So if I was doing spinach or lettuce or some quick things like that or radishes, I'd be waiting for a while, but something that might take a little bit longer. Uh, we've got lots of time to do spinach and lettuce and, yeah. and things oh, yeah. like that that are fast, and they prefer cool weather anyway, so... And would you recommend similarly to what you recommended me to me for the uh, roses is just to get that area nice and uh, saturated with some some a good drink? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, depend, it depends so much what you're starting with, and, okay. and um, whenever you're sowing vegetables by seed, there's a little bit more of a a need and a demand to have a a more uniform you, you don't want a seed bed that's got a lot of clods or clumps in it right mm -hmm. okay. uh, you want something that's going to be a little bit i don't want to say more fine but more fine and, and well prepared <laughs> if you would for a seed bed and uh, i've been coveting a neighbor's new raised beds and so i've been <laughs> i've been thinking even if i just did it in, a, in a small amount and just did one raised bed you know maybe five or six by eight or ten just for some fall seeding, just for some spinach and some lettuce and some stuff like that. And uh, put a bunch of mainly compost in it and yeah. a way to go. Yeah. Hmm. So that's kind of what I'm what I'm seeing right Thinking now. Thinking about doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, a, just a little project. Yeah. Got to keep up with the neighbors, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that he would be the neighbor that I would be trying be what, to keep yeah, up I with. <laughs> yeah. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So I know that uh, I saw some gorgeous mums out there. You've got one gallons uh, available for only four dollars and ninety seven cents. You have uh, the large next large size up. Next size up would be uh, nine ninety seven. I think it was, and then and then they're just just tremendous and gorgeous and larger from there. But. Uh, any specials going on that we should know about? Well, you've got Any extra deals. Some of the I'm trying to remember what all you came in. I don't, do you, how are you doing on the 12-inch containers? Do you have any of those left? Uh, a few. There were 
$29.99, and they were uh, stealing a deal because they're just absolutely huge. But they've I been, haven't. They've been flying out of here. Oh, okay, so maybe I shouldn't be talking about no, that. Well, talk there's about still those. some pretty ones back there, but mm-hmm. yeah. There's a few. And, uh, you know, we have a small amount of, of some six-inch annuals that you could fill in a container if you need to. A little bit of color. Uh, yeah. That's what's great about that gallon mum. It's a, it's a good size to get you, you know, if you have a pretty good size hole you want to just stick in the container that's great mm-hmm. and then we also have some beautiful echinacea oh my gosh holy coneflower holy color holy coneflower huh? holy, yeah. holy, okay. holy coneflower yeah. yes you and do you've got some great grasses on sale uh, oh yeah, that's a nice selection of grasses there's every tree that i think other than japanese maples is on sale out there uh just uh actually a lot of things in the shrub lot are on sale and yeah so there's deals abound of fruit trees oh those are just some left there's only a few left but there are still fruit trees 70% left. Off. a few shade trees left uh some ornamentals left and they're all on sale nice yeah, yeah. you know why not get a good deal and get it in the ground yeah and again if you're around to water there's no reason not to be doing it exactly i you know I, people ask all the time well you know it's okay to plant now yeah it's okay to plant now but you gotta water. gotta water. So don't go on vacation next week. <laughs> oh, okay. And don't share, don't shortcut the soil preparation. Oh, for sure. Like Marianne was saying, we're do, "What are you gonna do first? Uh, uh, compost, you know, don't compost, say, "Well, it's compost. hot. I don't feel like digging as much." Well, buck up. Yeah, do it. Just, <laughs> yep. and do, just it. do it. Just do it. Or just do you'll it. Th- the tree will, th- or the whatever you're planting, will thank you. You'll thank yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll just be so much better for everybody involved. I mean, you're going to get reward. Depends on the size of the plant, what it's ultimately going to be. But you could have the rewards will pay dividends for years. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Uh, if you prepare the soil properly. Yep. 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 So do that, and um, piece of cake, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, and what's great about you know you get it in now, get start getting the roots established, then next spring it's going to kind of take off a little bit faster, mm. just because you've got some root established so absolutely that's great advice three five six nine three nine seven this is plant experts live at prairie gardens so as you've been dealing with customers and clients this past week what are some of the issues that uh, they've all been dealing with or bringing up a lot of people are talking about uh, Japanese beetle damage mm-hmm. uh, Japanese beetles are almost all gone now yeah. good uh, for the, for this year, right? <laughs> but what, you know, people are asking about the damage, and it, it's not life threatening to the plants. The damage they do, and and a lot of plants have already started to regrow leaves, new leaves. So wow. you know, it's it's just an aesthetic thing mostly. Okay. But what the Japanese beetles are going to do now is start tearing up your lawn. Yep. What? So if you had, yeah, they they go down into the soil. Um, the, it's they'll be in their grub stage and. Then you've got to start worrying about that. Yeah. If you I have Japanese beetles. Yeah. I had a customer. What are, why do I have these holes in my yard? You know, you go out and what happens sometimes the critters try to dig down and get those grubs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. She, couldn't, she couldn't imagine what, what are they? What, are they? what is it? What is it? Well, so that's why that robin's out there cocking its head. Exactly. I hear something underneath the. There's something down there. I I'm know there is. <laughs> yeah. Let's dig it out. Yeah. Yeah, birds are notorious for that. So that's another dead giveaway. If, if when you see birds, a, a number of them, uh, on your lawn, pecking at and digging in the soil, probably you've got something going on and you should investigate. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. But that's coming up. Okay. But I haven't had any people complain or, or asking about that yet. But Well, and, and if you haven't been watering, if it's bone dry, oh, they, yeah. they may not have chosen your yard to lay their eggs because they want to oh. lay eggs where it's warm and moist. And picky, obviously picky, it's warm picky. everywhere. But So if it's bone dry, they're probably going to give you a break and go find someplace else to have chosen to lay their eggs. So if you decided to water your lawn so the grass doesn't dry up and blow away, then you'll have... <laughs> You might have you a, might. a bit of a Japanese being rewarded for or your, your, your subsistence. Yeah. Watering a certain garden area, maybe that's where they chose oh, to. Oh, gee whiz. And usually most garden plants can live through a pretty darn high grub population. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and some is good. Some some grub population is good, too. It, it's like earthworms. They they loosen up the soil for you. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But then uh, what are you looking for if you think you have a problem? You look, can you actually see like the what larvae or eggs or? Well, well, grubs will will brown out. They'll they'll eat the roots basically. Uh, sometimes if you see a patch, of course, you know if you're not right. watering, if you're not if you're not watering, it's, you, they're, yeah. they're probably not there anyway. <laughs> probably not. That's probably not. Probably okay. not. Yeah. But if you had an otherwise somewhat partially green lawn and you had some areas that were faded looking or browning or something like that you know the telltale sign when it's too late is if you can grab it like a carpeting or a rug and lift it up yeah. because it's been basically been cut off oh. uh, from below um, but again at that point it's like hmm, guess I'll be reseeding or sodding that spot yeah because uh, it's hard to get that to reestablish can be done but hard to get that to reestablish if it's that severely damaged it, you know the other thing that's going on um, weeds love this weather Really? Yeah, crab, crab, <laughs> yeah. crab grass. Oh. oh, just all sorts of weeds. I was lawn say, weeds. Th- it is the only green part of my lawn right now. <laughs> I started pulling it out, and I'm like, well, <laughs> a weed it's is serving just, a purpose. But just yeah, like that's you said exactly a few weeks right. ago. We, a weed is just a perception. <laughs> yeah. Good, but yeah, at this time of year, kind of pernicious. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They, they, like I said, they love this weather. And you know the the best thing to do about weeds you know if you can't pull them cut them off you just don't want them to go to seed exactly oh okay so you'll have millions more so if if you're mowing lightly get out there and mow those heads off huh what you're saying yeah before they before they do their thing yeah or get out there with your scissors well or in (laughs) you know not not even in your lawn if if you've got them in your beds or whatever you just don't want it yeah i was walking out to get the newspaper this morning and i i don't i'm not my flower beds pulling weeds all the time so you know you turn your back and three hours later it's full of weeds but you know i walk mm-hmm. out and uh, to the uh, curb to pick up my newspaper and there's just weeds everywhere it took me uh, five minutes to get back in the house oh wow <laughs> <laughs> like, do you ever reach a point where you're just like okay i've got to get going i've got to get okay one more yeah wait oh uh, exactly this patch over here i've got to get that, that's exactly how it was this morning it's like <laughs> stop you've got to stop <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What am I doing? See, the, the, the weeds, they're not overtaking the the bed by any means. But, you know, the best time to get them is when they're small. Mm, Don't mm-hmm. let them get three feet tall before you want to pull them. Um, it just, you know, they just sneak up on you like crazy. And if they're a perennial weed, if you can get them out of yeah. there now, then you're just going to be that much, much further ahead from next absolutely. year. Or if it's an annual weed, like you said, if you can eliminate the seed head. Yeah, you know, even if it dies with a freeze, but if you can keep those seeds from... From exactly. populating for next year, so they're worse. The issue with crabgrass, you know, it, it dies in the wintertime, but it seeds prolifically. 
So <laughs> it's going to be there in the spring, getting oh. ready to pop out of the ground. Thank you. Because in my head, I'm thinking, oh, it's just an annual. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, okay. There's a good reason to pull yeah. them out, huh? Let's go back to the phone lines where Diane in Champaign is phoning in to join us. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. I'm calling about my pink dogwood tree. Uh, leaves are beginning to brown and curl. Um, and it was beautiful in the spring, had wonderful blossoms. And I don't know if this is a problem from the dryness um, or if it has some other issue. Oh, we did have an awfully beautiful uh, spring bloom. Lots of, of ornamental trees just were stunning this year. Uh, I think it's just environmental stress, the heat and the dry. Okay. Unless, uh, are you watering, doing any extra yeah. watering for it? Yeah. That's good, but you know, that e good. even that, it's not quite enough. But uh, we just, you know, keep your fingers crossed for rain. But probably that's what it is. Is it an older established plant, Diane, or a younger plant? Well, uh, um, maybe six years. Yeah. Um, is it mulched in or is it in a lawn yes. setting? Yeah, and, and there's some, I have some mulch put on last year that a neighbor gave me, and I don't think it's probably the best. It's, um, look, and as I pulled some of it out, I saw that it was some moldy-looking stuff, so I've, I've taken that mulch away. Uh, yeah, I don't know the mold itself is bad. It might just mean that you're keeping it moist, and it's a good environment for the mold to grow in. So as long as it's not piled up at the base of the tree, so it's a superficial uh, covering right at the base of the tree, and it immediately starts to get thick, as thick as three, four, five, six inches in that uh, root bed, out past the branches, ideally. And then uh, I would give that tree no less than one inch of water once a week. Okay. And if you want to give it, more, you know, two inches once a week, that's that'd be pretty darn good. Oh, good. Well, but the, the mulch is going to be huge. Absolutely. And I, th I think it's a typical thing that you see with a, a, a dogwood, especially with a lot of sun situation. Mm -hmm. That's kind it of a mechanism where they'll curl their branches, or excuse yeah. me, yeah. Curl, curl their leaves. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's anything unusual. We've had so many people bring in samples of, of trees and shrubs uh, this this last several weeks with browning on the edges and uh, mm -hmm. just you know, stressed, just stressed. How much sun does it get, Diane? A lot. It, it gets south and um, west sun. Yeah, yeah. I think it's exactly what these guys are saying, where it's the dog days of summer. It's a plant that's really an understory plant. It's designed to be shaded and canopied by larger shade trees in a, in a forest situation, a wood situation. So the fact that you're so exposed, you're pushing the envelope. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's probably weather-wise, typically it just gets through May and June without much of a problem. But as you get into July and August, yeah. it's been stressed and stressed and stressed. So I think that's a big part of the challenge. Yeah. Great. Well, Ex thank you. I'm That's going out to turn the water on now. Thank you very hey. much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling Bye -bye. in. <laughs> bye bye. Three five six nine three nine seven from our text lines. Is it possible to keep squirrels from tomato plants by having a squirrel feeder away from the plants? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, the, and there's always the curiosity factor, factor, but the moisture. Uh, is oh, what they're going after. Especially this year. Want. So I you can say, well, yeah. I could put a bird bath out there or a pan so they'll drink out of it instead of feeding the tomato. Well, maybe. 
but I sure wouldn't count on it. No, I got to tell you, when I had a pond, it was always water available to those critters, and they always went after my tomatoes. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, what else can you do? Chicken wire. Well, well, if you, you, if you had a fresh them. tomato sitting there and you had a glass of water, what would you walk? Yeah, up to seriously. First? Which one would yeah. you want? Yeah. Uh, honestly, yeah, you could cage them. Oh, sure. Not, not the squirrels, the tomatoes. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, well, the other might work too. But good luck caging but, the squirrels. But <laughs> you know, uh, something that but literally a, a cage that you have to walk yeah. inside almost. Exactly. Uh, unfortunately, but small enough so that the the squirrel can't get through the oh. openings of the, a chicken of wire, the wire kind of yeah. small screening. That or smaller, like uh, hardware cloth or something. But yeah, it, it, it's possible. But wow, lots of work. Yeah. Well. Let's go back to um, talking about your fall open house real quick because I have the list of items that you can wish and win your fall fit wish wish list. So the first one uh, that you could uh, possibly win would be any fall porch decor where you can choose from outdoor steaks, garden flags, live mums, pumpkins, fall floral designs, and more for up to a $600 or $500 value. Wow. Any furniture you want, wish number two, wish number three, fabulous fall tablescapes. And you guys have some nice. really beautiful dishes and oh, yeah. serving dishes and tablecloths. Lots of neat examples set up Yeah. Oh. at Open House to give great ideas. Good. Because, yeah, I could use some ideas even if I don't win. Wish number four, custom frame, any fall family photo fall wardrobe refresh from the boutique how about that oh i know makes it hard to decide which one i'd want and finally the fall hostess with the mostest package <laughs> where you could win four hundred dollars worth of food kitchen essentials candle fragrances and more that just sounds wonderful that is such a cool area of the store <laughs> whoever thought of these particular wishes Kudos to them. Yeah, because that's exa- I I want all of them. I want all of them. Yeah, yeah. it would be hard to You're decide. Gonna have to decide. So start thinking now. You've only got a month to figure it out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is it? F- I don't think it's a full month. Well, it's the 14th mm. and 15th of September. Okay. Well, anyway. So it's you're close. Pretty close. Really <laughs> close. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're right. Nevertheless, you would you like people to RSVP or kind of let you know that? Yeah. For the just open house, just, just tell their friends. Just come on down. Okay. Come on out, bring a friend, and have fun. But they'll be, yeah, it's going to be just a great weekend. All right, great. And again, don't want to miss it. That is Saturday and Sunday, September fourteenth and fifteenth. And is it the following weekend that you'll have? The on Saturday, the twenty-first, yes, oh. is the fall festival, the kids' fest. Punky pumpkins fest. fall festival. Pudgy, pudgy pumpkin. Get it straight. I know. I'm sorry. Pudgy pumpkins fall festival. It's very cute. And I love how you have uh, little jack-o'-lanterns set up where kids can, can make their pumpkins, rather, and make their own jack-o'-lanterns, and it doesn't involve any cutting at all. Just so many different little areas that you have for the kids. Exactly. To just cool stuff. Yeah, just enjoy themselves with all of the fall decor and the hay maze, everything. And throwing, oh, throwing the rings around the witches' hats. I love that game. Too cute. So, yeah, those things that you can look forward to here at Prairie Gardens, yeah. as well as everything else. Yeah. So, any, again, any plant questions, anything, just give us a shout. Come in the store. We'll show you what to do. We're already planning for next year, but we want to make sure we're finishing out this year with a bang for everybody and yeah. make the most of their gardening enjoyment. I have never seen Halloween trees 
but you have a fabulous selection and Halloween ornaments for those trees. You so know it. Plenty to check out here at Prairie Gardens. Thank you guys so much yeah, Thanks, for joining Jennifer. me today. You've been listening to Prairie Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer today was Blake Landa. A podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. You can also uh, get podcasts of previous shows as well there. And if you become an I Belong member here at Prairie Gardens, you get an extra 10% off each Tuesday. It's always an extra fun day to come shopping then. So come on out to Prairie Gardens. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on DWS.